0: everyone and welcome to another Fell Original with me, Fell Original, here on the on the day after Hell in the Cell. Ooh, that was an interesting pay-per-view, wasn't it? For everyone who watched that. Thank you for everyone who joined me on the watch along last night. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs up in the video, it really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by, of course, subscribing if you haven't already. Hit this notification thing here and it will notify you if you do the bell as well It'll notify you of when i'm going live next and of course you can help by going to a little known website i may have mentioned it before and that little known website is called of fouloriginal.com. If you go to fouloriginal.com, you will see my big old bird face. See my big old bird face. You can go ahead and click support the channel, click support the channel, and take the two options of donate button, become a patron if you click, the, Patreon, click the donate button, it will take you through to a PayPal donation page. Once you get there, you can go ahead and say, I oh, know, give me five dollars, tick the box, stay with me everyone, and make this a month To donation else for content on the regular Originals Weekly Resting, recap foul originals, remote resting and all the other bits and bobs. and do's on the intertubes oh yeah I Do's on the intertubes and so um let's uh and obviously if you're listening on the podcast then um subscribe five stars on itunes all those kind of things now hello who's in the chat mr brian walsh evening indeed so um it is uh it was really interesting pay last night wasn't it shall we very very briefly just cut straight to what everybody wants to talk about what every single person wants to talk about and that is of course this match the match that um i think a lot of people were always always going to be thinking about and that was of course the universal championship and that's bray wyatt versus Seth Rollins and who didler Oh didler Well, that was a match, wasn't it? So um, I'm going to very briefly um, call down what happened in that match, because a lot of people are forgetting that it wasn't that bad of a match. And so um, we had we had a whole lot of matches um, before that, this was the main event, the final match on the card, and I will talk about the other matches, but I thought that I'd just go through um, a little inkling of what went down, so um, let's let's get some pictures up, because I've got pictures today, so if I can find the pictures, and here we are, and boom, let's start with picture number one, and so... (laughs) Picture number one for those of you that are not are listening, that are listening. So, first of all, of course, we had Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins coming into the match. There's been a lot of psychological warfare coming up to this match with the whole, see you in hell. Um, and it's been great. Um, we've seen Ramblin' Rabbit be be destroyed. Constantly Ramblin' Rabbit being Seth Rollins' biggest fan. Last time we got and saw him get defeated by No Mercy the Buzzard. Um, so then we started off with that. So good stuff to start with. Um, we then, of course, had Bray Wyatt come out, who looked like a freaking demon. He, he like, he's... He looks amazing. His, his look, um, the music coming out, he was holding the lantern, that beautiful lantern that has his old face on it. Oh, it's just so good. Um, and there were loads of fireflies in attendance. As you can see, the whole of the crowd and some great new camera angles that I don't think we've seen before in the WWE. Um, very, very smart use of what they had. Now, the match started, the whole of the ring was bathed in this red glow. So the whole match was like a game boy virtual boy game from the 1980s um it was a little bit jarring and at that time in the evening um for us in the uk i was i was getting headache so i went and lay down to watch it but um the match started off with seth rollins of course now this is of course a Hell in a Cell match, so there are no disqualifications, no countouts, so Seth Rollins starts by pulling out a kendo stick, he then of course uses that kendo stick on Bray Wyatt, um, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend even, Bray Wyatt, no sold everything, absolutely everything, just caught, um, any time that it looked like he was down, didn't matter, because The Fiend would get back up, um, so, again, as I said, more stuff going on. Thank you, for everyone, who's running the chat. I will get to you. Um, we had Seth Rollins coming off the top rope. Um, just anything he could do to keep The Fiend down. But, of course, The Fiend would counter with Sister Abigail and also would um be able to counter with just just being so goddamn scary the fiend is just so goddamn scary that's one of his counters in my mind um and the crowd were really behind the fiend the whole way through the match anytime the fiend got some offense in um the crowd were going crazy the crowd were looking for a new way for something different for a new presentation of professional wrestling and they were looking to the fiend as being this thing this different thing it's getting lots of mainstream popularity so of course that was who they were rooting for it didn't matter if he was the face of the heel they were rooting for him of course seth rollins tried to um get back into it with some tope who but it didn't matter because that was reversed by the fiend into a sister abigail on the on the cell it was a fantastic match like we were all forgetting that this was a really good match um even though the ending went the way it did um Seth Rollins, at many points in this match, was on a, what looked like he was at a point where he was, you know, on the ropes, literally and figuratively, um, didn't matter, The Fiend still, um, getting up after every single one of the attacks from Seth Rollins, and The Fiend just being vicious, being absolutely vicious, um, at one point he, and it is comical, and it is comedic, but I absolutely loved it, um, Obviously, there's there was um, super kicks from Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins super kicked and curb stomped him so many times. Um, frog splash through and threw a table, but the Fiend got back up. That was, the Fiend just kept, came back up. I kept thinking that song, but the cat came back the very next day. Oh, the cat came back. I thought he was gonna, but the cat came back. He just couldn't stay away. And so like that, that's all that happened. The Fiend was like, every single time he tried to attack him, it didn't matter. And the Fiend would come back to Sister Abigail and... Again, of course, every single time, it looked, Seth Rollins looked like he had seen a ghost, he didn't know how to deal with what was going on, um, and of course, again, another sister Abigail, and the crowd, like, are so into this, the crowd are so invested in The Fiend coming away with the win, with The Fiend changing things, and there were so many points when it looked as if Seth might actually lose this, and the cr- the crowd were very very down for this. Like if you listen to that crowd, I said this is the point where he pulls out the comedic mallet and the weight of it, and it's just it's just this escalation and there's an escalation of violence throughout the match, which is great. Um, the fiend did this thing where like he snaps someone's neck, which he did to a Finn Balor, and it just looks so sick and so real. And Seth sold it like a trooper. Super kick from Seth, and this is where the Seth. John Cena, kind of, you know, architect, kind of came out and curb stomp, sorry, the stomp, and then another the stomp. See if we can show you. uh, Another like coming off the top ropes with the knee, um, anything that he could do. Obviously, this is Seth is the babyface, so he's being booked like a babyface to win. At one point, he then brings out a chair and just slams it on the fiend, pretty much headshot, he should be down doesn't doesn't sit now for the pin he goes and gets a ladder and and hits that the top of the ladder into the chair steel chair and still the fiend will not go down so he goes out to the ring and he gets a toolbox and then he just throws that toolbox all over the fiend's head and starts smashing that on there it like visually it looked amazing it sounded really really vicious um, and it looked like that escalation point until 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 Seth Rollins went and got a sledgehammer when he got a sledgehammer the ref's like you don't want to do this Seth you don't want to do this you don't want to become like him because the crowd was so quiet because they were so pissed off you could hear the ref and as he did the, the the sledgehammer shot he did it he did a sledgehammer shot on all of that stuff that was it the ref had no more of it referee stoppage referee stoppage match is over the the cage starts coming up the um the EMTs are coming in seth seth has taken it too far he's taken it too far it's a referee stoppage the cage is coming up um everyone's like boo people start chanting aew um sets in the ring not very happy about this obviously the the fiend is down and like all the mystique that we've built up for the fiend of all this time it's pretty much gone we have the fiend then somehow get up because he's been playing possum he's not actually injured whatsoever with a mandible claw to seth rollins and then all the other referees get out of the way um it's it's just hilarious escalation and then the fiend has got seth rollins down starts beating him down takes him outside um and exposes the exposes the ground sister abigail onto the mats exposes the mats exposes that concrete um and and yeah he hits seth rollins down sister abigail onto the exposed concrete and we basically end with a with a with a mandible claw and we end the show about well a lot earlier than we normally would of a night with this image and that was it ended about 40 minutes early and um, the crowd were pissed and there was still ch- booing afterwards and that that was that was your universal championship match from hell in a cell now Everyone in the chat, I wanted to just go through that in one go because I wanted to explain to everyone that it was a good match. If you just watched that match and it wasn't, it didn't have all the hype invested behind it, then it was a good match. Yes, a screwy finish. Yes, a very silly finish. But as Klondike Bill on Twitter said, and I can show you this, um, he, he swam this on Twitter. And I found it so amazing because we always say, and as he said, the WWE have always said that they listen to their fans. And they did, because look, from now on, we will listen to our fans. At Hell in a Cell, live on WWE Network, the match between Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt will most likely end via, and this is five days ago, pin submission on disqualification. 85,000 members of the WWE Universe voted for this, and 46% of them wanted a DQ finish. We wanted a DQ finish. We don't know what we wanted. But 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 as people are saying in the in the chat here I also liked the finish to this match because it subverted expectation and there's one thing that I really like about the WWE when they do it well, subvert expectation, is that cool things can happen. So yes, Bray Wyatt is not the universal champion. That is pretty sucky that is pretty crap i mean i feel like he should be and i said this during the watch along which was i am if bray wyatt doesn't win this is just another failed bray wyatt gimmick but it's not because this crowd was so disgusted that there is a hashtag cancel wwe network um (laughs) hashtag trending at the moment people will not cancel the wwe network but again, this is that whole thing where the WWE audience are a finite level. There's a finite number of them. But to expand the reach, you have to do really kooky stuff. When it comes down to it, the storytelling in that match was: there is this villain, this absolute Rob Hello, this absolute villain, this absolute dick yeah and this guy is haunting people's nightmares every single week we see him like getting one over on the baby face Seth Rollins so at this event he wins the match but he's gone too far how can he come back from it how can he be pulled back from it Bray Wyatt made him essentially the Batman Joker thing try to kill him which is great it means that now there's some layers to Seth Rollins moving forwards you know he did a bad thing for the right reasons but even that wasn't enough or were there the right reasons like should he not should he be unhappy about it can people now rip on him for it can is he now kind of healy it, it gives his character a little bit of three dimensionness so with that being said yes, like I'm unhappy that the fiend didn't win and I think another problem with the WWE audience at the moment is that we are so like invested in micromanaging every single decision and we forget that yes in years gone by you'd be pissed about a single decision because there was no real like flow to the show there was no real thought of foreplanning. planning but I hope that with people like Bischoff with people like um, Heyman now looking at long-term booking and looking at rewarding you for watching last week's that things are now part of an actual story. Whereas up until now, it's been like, let's just build this match and that's it. It, it, it gives Seth Rollins character a little bit more to do. And I think that with Bray, he's already kind of won. Like I don't think the championship meant as much as making Seth Rollins go past that point, go past that point. But that that's what I think about that. And I think that it's a little bit unfair that we're judging this without any kind of real context yes it was a little crappy especially after what like the fact that the fans were booing and you could tell when you're watching the match every time that Seth Rollins got a curb stomp people boo and then <laughs> and like you knew like that they were trying to get the fans back on side because obviously the two guys the two guys in the match knew that the finish of that match was the fiend was not going to win, and that it was going to feel like a crappy finish, and it was going to feel like it shouldn't be. But um, but yeah, it's hard because in a in a PG world, in a world that you can't have someone blading and stuff, like there's no way that you could have that escalate. Like this is the best way to have that escalation happen. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Also during the night, we had some other matches, um, and I, I see um. And I, I could see people in the chat like unhappy with the WWE, people that joined JGBN 3 um, I saw a great view for someone on Twitter. He said, Bray didn't want the top. wanted to corrupt Seth and become an evil Seth short version. Don't know if WWE are that clue. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking, Brian. That's what I'm thinking. I, literally, I went away with it and I was like, you're just trying to turn him to like the, the dark side. Um, and anyway we also had some other matches on the evening. Let's just very briefly um go through those matches because um they were they were good matches. And again this is what people are forgetting. So we started off the evening with on the kickoff show Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Um it was a pretty good match. I'm surprised that Natalia won. Apparently, they are like four for four now or something. But that has led to, um, due to what happened in that match, we will be seeing tonight on WWE Raw, we will be seeing Lacey Evans and Natalia going one-on-one on on Monday Night Raw. As you can see, they're going to be on Monday Night Raw in a last woman standing match. Very interesting. Um, Didn't think that was going to happen. But again, Cool, cool, cool little match be happening. I think it's going to break up their whole deal. Of course, we could also, I would be bereft of my duty if I did not speak about Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks, which was the second match that started, which the match that started the whole show. My God, that match was fantastic. It was 30 minutes from two women who absolutely love professional wrestling and put on a clinic. There was some really, really great stuff in that match. Um, There was some really, really great, innovative um stuff with the um with with the actual like with the cage just with the cage like it was fantastic i was i was so like i was so happy some of the stuff that they did um the match ended of course with becky lynch retaining and sasha banks kind of like being sad crying but um it was a good thing it was a good thing and a fantastic match we then had third up um eric rowan um and um eric rowan and uh, luke harper going up against the team of daniel bryan and roman reigns and again great match uh end of the match daniel bryan and roman reigns hugged it out um after they picked up their win we also had a match which just turned up on the evening it just happened on the evening and that was of course randy orton facing off against um ali mustafa ali um fantastic match with a really innovative um counter to the rko like really innovative he just did like a um like, like a handstand and he got out of it it was smart but uh, but randy Orton obviously picking up the big win there we also yes yes my girls oscar and um Kyrie sane becoming the new wwe women's tag team champions with some sweet to muta mist. um At the end of the finish of the match, saw Oscar spitting some mist into the face of Nikki Cross and Green Mist and picking up the win. We also, of course, had... The um, the OC represented represented by United States champion AJ Styles and the good brothers Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows going up against the team of the, the Viking Warriors and which was really cool addition, Braun Strowman. Now, I don't really know what the beef is between Braun Strowman and like the Viking Warriors. I don't think there is any. But obviously Braun Strowman has been a bit pissed and trying to show off. I like the way he's being booked at the moment. He's being booked as this kind of like monster heel who gives no craps he's not healed like a tweener and he's just going around beating people up this was I guess a showcase to help lead to what's going to go on when he meets Tyson Fury tonight on Monday Night Raw all of these matches didn't have a real feel of a pay-per-view to them but they definitely had a feel where it felt like they were building building to something we then also had another match a lot of these matches um announced on sunday just out of nowhere we had the king of the ring baron corbin going up against chad gable who on commentary Corey graves kept calling shorty and then backstage caleb braxton also called him shorty it's really weird shorty gable and um he got beat bad. And from seeing this match, Chad Gable has, like he's way better than I even expected. Just the fluidity with some of what he did in that match, the way that he just like, he's just a, he's a wrestling machine. Um, and I've seen Gable before, but I think that this is really like his time to kind of, uh, and I can see like, 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 um, like Heyman, maybe kind of looking at him like a new Kurt Angle, we also saw a really weird title change where Charlotte Flair is now the 10-time women's champion um, after picking up the SmackDown Women's Championship, after having basically the same match as part of a singles that she had as part of a tag team. She put Bailey into the figure eight leg lock as Bailey kind of cried throughout the match, um, after the match. And um, yeah, Charlotte Flair is now your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, but going back to what happened with the Kabuki Warriors as well, um, it's something that I wanted to kind of mention is that we saw a double turn in that match. The Kabuki Warriors had a that um, they had a uh, they had an interview after the match, and they did it purely in Japanese, just like Iyo has been doing. And they basically went, you know, we always wanted to become the champions, and people have always said that we're not good enough. So we went out there and we showed everyone that we were good enough. So um, I thought that was a fantastic bit of storyline progression. And the main theme of what I wanted to speak about tonight was something that Corey Graves put out, because this is what kind of totally, totally made me think of like this being something maybe larger. This maybe seeing something a little bit better, a bigger. And, And 12 hours ago, Corey Graves said this on Twitter. And I think I want to leave you with this for the evening. Corey Graves it's almost like someone is going to hit the reset button if only there was a reason oh wait now I kind of agree with that point of view I feel like we are at a point where they're probably looking to hit that reset button and now that we're having a draft and we're going to have different storylines this in my mind maybe was to tie up a few loose ends and to get us in a position where moving into this new world of an actual divided WWE where we have two companies on two different networks that will definitely be vying to get some of that WWE ratings gold they will really be fighting to put on the better show and this is that reset point all in all for Hell in a Cell I would like to say that I would give this show like about a three out of five because it felt very rushed but as i said yesterday in the watch along as well they there's been a lot of wrestling going on and like kind of revealing any booking ideas for this evening would have really hampered the shows coming before it like smackdown and stuff like that and so i think maybe there's a better way to do this now that they've moved into this new schedule but this just happened to be the first casualty and it's just a casualty of the of the new schedule but we'll see how this moves moving forward of course we're gonna have loads of stuff happening with crown jewel which was being promoted heavily during that show as well um and yeah not totally happy at the ending but it was different it subverted an expectation that we all had and bray wyatt came out looking strong but he should have, in my opinion, potentially come out as the WWE Universal Champion. But I can see why it didn't. So I'm not as angry, I think, as everybody else. But with a week in wrestling where AEW has proven that there is a yearning for an alternative, the WWE have presented us with the same homogenous product that they have up until now. And that might be a little bit of a worry. But I still kind of liked it anyway on that note this has been a foul original thanks for watching and listening here you see you next time and you can obviously help su- support the channel by thumbs up the video really helps me in the algorithm you can also do that by subscribing here on youtube.com slash original wrestling you can also do that by checking me out on the podcasts which is uh the foul, foul original podcast have a look in my link tree link tr- uh, dot e-e slash foul original and um thank you so much for joining we will be doing some more of these as the week goes on of course join us for the weekly wrestling recap which happens every wednesday and sunday at 8 p.m uk time and i will be doing another one later on this evening um which i should have a much better idea we're going to talk about ratings and stuff but This has been Fout Original. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And uh, bye skis. If I can see, I say bye skis. And then when I'm editing this later in the audio, I'm like, yeah, you've said bye skis several times. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash wrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a foul original podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.